Hey there. Thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Awesome, thank you. Well, good morning. It's great to be here, isn't it? Yeah? It's great to be here to worship God, give Him honour, give Him praise, lift up our voices. I don't know about you, but through the worship, there was such an incredible presence of God. And that new song that you guys started off with, um, I love it when you prepared something and you're praying and you're saying, please, God, let this be right. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And um, it happened to me last weekend. I'm echoing a little bit. Sorry, Nathan. Thank you. Um, and so last week we were in Tasmania and we were um, ministering in Hobart over the weekend at different church, two different churches and throughout the week we were visiting pastors but, um, and I was a little bit exhausted. I didn't realise that having sort of COVID, you go back into this full swing and I preached three times and we also um, did a couple of leadership things as well. So I said to Wayne, I think I'm peopled out. And he said, the girl who never gets peopled out is peopled out. I was like, yeah, it took the toll. And, um, but it was really good. But what I was wanting to say was that before I ministered, I started to pray and I'm like, God, I want it to be the right thing for this, these group of people. And as I um, did that, both times there was a song that was sung that was so relevant to the, to the message. And that's exactly what's happened this morning. I've been praying and saying, God, I don't just want to bring a message. I want something that's in season. And that song... When you guys started to sing, I started to cry, sorry, (laughs) because I realised that God wants to do something in our midst this morning. He wants to touch our hearts and our lives. I don't know about you, but I'm hungry for more of God. Um, I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to sit back. I don't want to be a person that just sits there and goes, yep, it's great to be back. I want to be in his presence. So I don't know about you, but if you can get here Wednesday night, please come along. We are going to spend time in God's presence. I want the Holy Ghost to come. He's already there, but I want him to come so we feel him, we encounter him. Whatever takes place can take place on Wednesday night. So come and be a part of that. Good morning to those that are online. It's great that you're with us as well. We love the fact that we can have online and in-person services, and it's so great to have that. Our theme right now is consider this. Trent spoke last week about the content king. It was an excellent message. If you haven't heard it, I encourage you, go back, look it up and listen to it. It was really great about the content that we feed ourselves with and what are we feeding ourselves with and and is that affecting us? And so it's a really good sermon to go back and have a listen to. But this morning, I want us to look at life and all that goes with it. 
let's consider the impact that the last 12 months has had on our society, in families, health, mental health and well-being. You know, this is a huge topic and we don't have a huge amount of time, so I'm not going to take that. But in the next 20 to 25 minutes, I want to open something up and what I actually want to speak about this morning is anxiety and depression. It's a big subject. I want to start by saying, and I've written it down, I am no expert. I am coming at this from a pastoral and a biblical standpoint and not a medical position. That is for the professionals. I'm not here to say what is right or wrong, but I am here to give the good news that we have the creator of the universe on our side. And I know that he is with us and will help us to get through whatever situation we have to face. I also know that God is in our family physical, mental and emotional situations and that he cares for us holistically and not just spiritually. So as humans, we are affected by many different circumstances and COVID presented itself and caused some things to take place in us as human beings that we never thought would take place. Some of us never imagined ourselves as being fearful anxious and having those things that every time something comes up, we <gasps> that feeling. Wayne and I were in Queensland recently. I might have even shared this story. And we went out with some friends for dinner. And they took us to this place and it's a huge warehouse and it's like all vendors are in there and you go in and you choose what you want to eat and you sit at a table. We've all seen those things. I felt like I'd done all right through COVID. Then I came to the steps of this place and I looked down and it was packed. There was no room to move. People were bumper to bumper. And I froze at the top of the stairs and went, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can go in there. It was at that moment that I realised that something had taken place in my being through COVID, that it changed the way I felt about my environment and it caused an anxiousness to rise up within me. I went in, I faced it, and we ended up leaving because it didn't have what we wanted. But what I'm trying to say is, these feelings are real. This anxiousness that can spiral into depression, it's real. But I also want to say that this is a tactic that the enemy is using to come upon society to take us away from the longing and the desire to be in God's presence. And a lot of people, rather than running into the arms of God, are tending to run out of the arms of God and through what's happening around are pulling themselves away from society rather than putting themselves into society. A lot of people are even doing it with church. Thank you that we have online. Praise God for that. Because we're still part of church. But some people are choosing not to go online or even in to the gathering. They pulled themselves away and felt they can do it on their own. But God hasn't called us to be people on our own. 
He hasn't called us to be people to do life without one another. It's one another that lifts us up. It's one another that encourages us and gives us the strength to be all that we are, along with the fact that we have the King, the creator of the universe, on our side. Before I go into some other things, I want to read some scriptures because I want to give us hope. Are you ready? Luke chapter 12, 22 to 26. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't um, plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Psalm 55, 22. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. Are you getting it? Isaiah 41, 13 to 14. For I hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid. People of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Psalm 118, 6-7, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me, he will help me. I will look in triumph at those who hate me. Psalm 94, 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Shall I go on? John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Isaiah 35, 4, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not faint. Whoa, come on. This is full of scriptures. I only touched the iceberg. God's come to give us hope in all So I want to share you some statistics. I wanted to give you the hope. Now I want you to hear what's happening in our world. Beyond Blue is an organisation that helps so many people in depression and anxiety. But it also enables us how we can recognise how we are or those around us and put into action things that can change our circumstances. Here's some statistics from Beyond Blue. One in four Australians will experience an anxiety condition in their lifetime. One in seven Australians will experience depression in their lifetime. One in six Australians right now is experiencing anxiety or depression. 
One in six females is experiencing an anxiety condition and one in nine males is experiencing an anxiety condition right now. In 2020, there were 7.2 million families in Australia. One in seven families were parent fam- one parent family. There were 1.5 million jobless families. Suicide was the 13th leading cause of death. Over one third of deaths in people aged between 15 to 24 are due to suicide. When we read these statistics, we see how anxiety and depression can take over. The enemy's having a field day. I come against the powers of darkness. I come against what the world says. We have an opportunity to rise up and go, no, we are going to change the way people think. We're going to change what they think is, is the way to live to. Hang on a minute. There's hope. And the hope comes from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. As a Christian... We are not exempt from these feelings and emotions. If you're feeling anxiety or depression, you are not to feel judged or condemned. There are men and women in the word of God that face depression and anxiety, and they were incredible people. Just because you love God does not make you exempt from things that come to affect how we feel. But I'm here to say that God can help us in the middle of all we go through. God is in the midst of all we go through. David, oh David, Psalm 38, 4. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. Jeremiah said, Jeremiah 20, 14, curse the day I was born, may the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Elijah cried in 1 Kings 19.4. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, travelling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. These three men showed how they were human and that at times circumstances took control. And they can be overwhelming these men also showed how God brought them through. So right now, I am not leaving you in a place of despair. I'm reading a lot of this this morning because I don't want to miss it. But I want to show you what the Word of God says to us. We're going to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 7 in the New International Version. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is nearby. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which trains all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, great, Ruth. We're feeling not great. And you say, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. You know, Paul wrote this passage of scripture from prison. He truly understands the dangers of anxiety and depression in the life of a believer. Paul's words are not empty words. They are words of someone who has faced so many things, but learn how to press in and go forward. He also learned how to combat the enemy. Disclaimer. I like my disclaimers. 
that gets me off the hook when someone comes to say, you don't know what you're talking about. So please go and see a doctor, and I'm serious here. If you're really struggling, please see them. You may need to see a professional who can help you on your journey, but the words I'm sharing to you is what I see Paul bringing to the believers, and I do believe we can take hold of these words and they can make a difference. And these hints also can help us help others as they face difficulties. You might be sitting in the room today going, I, I'm good, Ruth. I don't have anxiety. I don't have depression. Thank you, Jesus. I am so thankful for that. But what about helping others around you? What about helping the ones that are in the world right now that have nothing, that have nowhere to turn, that a lot of them are turning to depression and then causing them to take their own lives? I bumped into Nicole Seymour, who is our local counsellor. We got chatting and she turned to me and she goes, you know what the I said, what's the greatest need? She said, oh, Ruth, the greatest need right now is people are committing suicide all over the place. Oh, my heart broke. It was like, no, we had the hope. We had the hope. He gave some helpful hints to combat how we feel. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Here, Paul is reminding the believer that we can't change our circumstances and we are not pretending to be happy, but we are deciding that we're going to rejoice in the Lord. The Greek word for rejoice is chiro, which means to be full of joy. The spiritual meaning of joy is expressing God's goodness. It is a deep-rooted, inspired happiness. See, we see here that Paul is saying be full of joy during a crazy circumstance. He's encouraging us, press in, press in. You may not be able to change the circumstance. We can't change COVID. We can't change that maybe we will get a a case that rises up and again the borders go down, again we go into lockdown. We can't change that. But what we can change is the way we bring our minds to saying, I'm not going to let it dictate how I'm going to feel. I'm not letting the enemy have a field day. I will rejoice in the Lord always. I will give him praise. I will uplift my voice. David said over a dozen times in the Psalms, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Praise his holy name. Psalm 94, 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Consolation means the comfort received by a person after a loss or disappointment. Here David is saying to God, during my anxiety, you brought me comfort and joy. Are you hearing it this morning? He can bring comfort and joy. He can bring it to us. It's pressing in. It's saying, here I am. Lord, I can't do it on my own. The next thing Paul highlights in this passage Let your gentleness be evident to all. Rather than push people away from you, muster up everything to bring people to you. Oh, Ruth, it's easier said than done. Yeah, I know. 
Hey, you know what? Through COVID, there was many times. I'm, I'm a up person, half cup full, you know, not half cup empty. But during that COVID time, there were moments where I would sob. There were moments where I'm like, where are you, God? I need you. But what I did was I ran into his arms rather than out of his arms. I wasn't going to allow the enemy to take me out. I wasn't going to allow that, those feelings to destroy who I was and what I could be in God. We're not faking how we feel. It's real. But deciding that despite how we feel, we do not want to stay there. We were never meant to do life alone, but we're created for community. We're created for community. That's right in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. He made man and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. So what did he do? He made Eve. And then out of that, they started to build a community. God never wanted us to do life by ourselves. He asks us not to be anxious, but to bring everything by prayer and petition to God. I did some research and the word prayer in this passage is the Greek word for purush, which refers to oral prayer. It is important to tell God how you feel. Remember, he does not judge you. You can yell, you can cry, you can say it's unfair. He already knows how you feel, but he wants you to speak to him. I don't know about you, but have you ever stood there and go, it's just not fair, God. I don't know why this is happening to me. Where are you? He wants us to lift our voices. It's okay to express those feelings. But in the middle of it, he says, I'm right here. I've never left you. I've never forsaken you and I won't walk out of your room. Get alone with God and tell him, it won't change anything. He loves you. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. That's what it says in Romans chapter 12. The fourth thing Paul says in the passage to overcome anxiety and depression is to fill our minds with the right things. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfect perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Run into his arms, gather community, go and see a doctor, but don't stay where you're at. Come on. You've got to press in. I can't change you, but you certainly can muster up something to say, I need help. I need people around me. And if you're not feeling that way, you're the ones they need. They need you to be there for them. They need you to love them. They need you to reach out to them. They need you to put your arms around them and not even say anything at times, but just listen. And sometimes not even to just listen, but just to sit there. So it's okay for me to say all these things that the word says for us to do and how Paul brings us to that encouragement. But we can only change something if we recognise we need it to have to change. There's a, a Welsh revivalist, evangelist, 
Dr. Lloyd-Jones, and he wrote, Our challenge is to get to know ourselves and understand our own triggers. Do you know your own dangers? Physical conditions also play a part in spiritual depression, says Lloyd-Jones. The Christian must be aware of this to readily push back against the devil. Our enemy cannot control us, but he can and will use exaggerated circumstances to further discourage us. The psalmist in turn encourages us to do two things. First, speak the word to ourselves instead of allowing our minds to wander into despair. Let me stop there. Fear grips. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, sound mind. Did you hear that, enemy? God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, sound mind. Did you hear that, enemy? God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, sound mind. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. God, I want to rejoice in you. I don't feel like I can, but right now I'm going to lift my voice anyway despite what the circumstances are happening. It goes on and says, the second, remind us of God and his love for us. God loves us. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. He went to the cross to die on the cross for me. There is no greater love. No greater love has a man that he laid down his life for us. What love. The understanding and the recognition of how loved we are, how treasured we are. Romans 12.2 Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Are you all okay out there? That was really quiet. (laughs) I want to give you some hints to handle your anxiety. The first one, and I researched. Identify your triggers. You can identify your triggers on your own or with a psychologist or a professional. They can help you to better understand and face what is going on. Don't be afraid to get professional help. It's not a sign of weakness. It's strength. When we understand our triggers, we can learn what tools to put into place that can help us. The second thing, put relaxation and self-care into your routine. A fully packed schedule would make a lot of people feel stressed. Make sure you take time out each day for at least one thing you enjoy doing. Number three, Move more, eat well, sleep. I went to the doctors and I was there and he's sort of presenting me with a couple of things and he says, are you exercising? I'm like, uh, I just joined the gym. <laughs> I was really praying he didn't ask how many times I'd gone to the gym. So I would have had to like be honest and go, well, I've probably been a member for maybe four weeks <laughs> Maybe I've gone four times. But he was basically saying, are you moving? Are you doing something? Are you taking care of your body, Ruth? Eat well. Sleep. Sleep. We need sleep. 
It takes just 30 minutes of exercise a day to make a difference. Number four, face your fears. If you always avoid situations that make you anxious, this might be stopping you from doing things you want or need to do. It sounds weird, but facing the things that make you anxious can reduce your anxiety. I want to congratulate all of you today that have come into this room with a sense of anxiousness and you've gone, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be okay. Well done. Well done. This is what I love. Follow what Paul spoke to us clearly about in the Philippian scripture. Learn the scripture. Learn the word of God. Because this is what we go to. This is my go-to. When things get tough, this is my go-to. When things come against me, this is what I go to. This is what I've got. And at times, sometimes it feels like this is all I've got. But this is what changes your life. If you're not in the Word, then you're not going to know the Word. So you can't combat the enemy when he comes against you. Or you can't combat those feelings. You can't come and say to those feelings, you know what, I'm feeling this. It's real. But I know, I know because the Word of God says that He's with me. A man by the name of Kerry Newhoff says, Loneliness is a choice and it becomes easier and easier to choose loneliness as the pandemic has gone on. Solitude is good. In fact, it's a gift from God. Solitude is restorative, transformative and powerful. Isolation is just the opposite. When I isolate myself, I lose touch with reality, cut myself off from relationships that give life and expose myself to risks that would never happen if I'm in authentic community. Isolation isn't a gift from God at all. It's a tool of the enemy. Finally, you may not feel this relates to you, but here are a few tips on how to help someone else. Number one, Don't force them to talk. Keep inviting them to things. Don't ignore them because you think they don't want to come or they've rejected you a hundred times. Keep going. They need you. Send encouragement to them. Put a letter in the mail. Send them a text message. Maybe phoning them. They don't want to talk, but do whatever you can to encourage them. And ask them, are they okay? And say, it's okay to not be okay. And offer hugs. Hugs change a lot. And suggest where to get help and pray with them. You don't have to have the answers. Our hope rests in Jesus. I read the scriptures right at the start of this message that really help us to hold on to the truth. Don't allow the enemy to have a field day in your life. 
Don't let him tell you you're not good enough or that your situation can't be turned around. I want you to know that if you need any help in any way, we are here for you. The pastoral staff is happy to listen and help, pray with you, help you understand the Word of God. We're also really good at leading you to someone that can spend time with you professionally. God wants us to reach the world. And if we're going to see things turned around in our nation, then it is important we understand how to help others. Be prepared to listen, love and help in a way that can see people's lives changed. We have a responsibility. God's on the throne. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never walk out of your room. And right now, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling fear, then come and allow God to minister. But I encourage you, don't be afraid to go and get help because it makes a difference. We're going to finish. I really want to sing that song you started with this morning. I know it's not what you're playing right now, but that's okay. They'll change it. But I want us to sing that song. And as we do, I want you to stand to your feet. And I want you to praise God. Paul, in the midst of everything, what did he do? I will rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will rejoice. I will lift my voice. I will exalt Him and I will give Him my all. This morning, we're going to open the front. I believe God wants to do something. And I believe that God can touch us. He can encounter us. He can do something fresh. So as they're singing, if you want prayer, don't, please, 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 don't sit there and go, oh no, it's too embarrassing. I know this is one of the hardest things to do when we feel the way we do, but come into His arms, not out of His arms. Don't run away from Him, run to Him. It's worth it him to do something fresh so worship God this morning Amen Amen Hey what a great message thanks for joining us here at Resound Church we pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God while you're online why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.